Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Padrone, and I've got Paul, Nick, and Dave with me today, and we also have Sam the Barman. Sam the Barman has returned to Not Just Blowing Smoke, and he has brought the drink which we will be pairing with our cigar, which is the A.J. Fernandez Ramon Elones Toro. We'll get into the specifics of that cigar in just a little bit, but what is this very dark-colored stuff that we are drinking right so yeah it's got the look of like cola syrup right it's deep and dark and thick uh what it actually is is an amaro so that translates literally to uh bitter in italian uh Mm. these go way way back amaros have been used originally medicinally and then moving into as an aperitif Mm. they are very very popular in italy every restaurant every every place has a selection if not a house blend Mm. that kind of thing it is very very popular after lunch, after dinner, even a late night kind of thing. Um, and it's essentially, it starts its life as vodka, as a neutral grain spirit that then individual distillers or whomever infuse with usually somewhere in the range of 100 or 200 different roots, nuts, berries, leaves, all kinds of various things you can find all over the Italian Alps that give you that deep What are we going to do with all these leaves we've raked into the yard? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's, start oh, let's, let's, let's dump our vodka over it and see what happens. Mm. You have to say it with an Italian accent. <laughs> so this, uh, I think it's going to pair pretty well with what you're smoking here. You're going to get a lot of those deep, dark earth tones. Um, it's got a really cool bitterness to it and it doesn't, it's not too sticky. It's a nice high proof. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting too much sugar in there. It should run right through the palate, not interrupt your smoke too much. And uh, like I was, I was telling these guys before we started here, there are a million Amaros. Mm. You can get out there. This one is Luxardo Amaro Abano, which Abano translates to bathhouse, I believe, or a, it is a specific bathhouse that has been operating in Italy for 400 years, something like that. So um, people have been bathing in this too. You, that's twigs, that's, you berries. Get it. You get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I hope they shaved. Now, now I'm <laughs> looking at this brown colored stuff and wondering. <laughs> wondering, wondering. Is, uh, <laughs> is, it, is it sanitary? For 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 those of uh, our the audience, side of the loincloth, who may not know Sam, what exactly is an aperitif? What does that mean? Uh, aperitif refers to an after-dinner drink mm-hmm. used in helping with digestion mm-hmm. and oh. or palate cleansing. One or the two, usually both, right? Helps your, your system get through the big meal that you just had. Prepare yourself a little bit for dessert, that kind of thing. Sweet. Right? Cool. And yeah, so like I was saying, there's a ton of Amaros out there. If you pick this one up off the shelf and it doesn't quite do it for you, pick another one. There are a million. All, they're all dark and somewhat bitter and somewhat... Herbaceous, I think, is probably the word, but they, they within within that realm, they run a huge gamut of different flavor profiles, and they are all worth trying. Everyone. Sweet. Thank you very much, Sam. Well, Absolutely, enjoy guys. Coming down, spending some time with us. I'll yeah. see you in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sam. Mm. Take that. 
<laughs> you know well, the the nose on this on the drink, it because it has that the, almost the bitters like he was explaining mm-hmm. it translates to bitter. If you have the nose to it, it almost smells like an old fashioned. Or a man is it a Manhattan that has bitters? Well, they both have bitters, right? It's just one has vermouth, one doesn't have vermouth. I'm not a Manhattan drinker, so no, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm not well, really either. It's it's one or the other, but but to me, I thought you might know, Nick. Well, I make them all the time. It's just I just sometimes I want vermouth after I've had it. <laughs> well, so it sometimes like, I feel some, like a vermouth. Sometimes, sometimes I want I vermouth, and some sometimes I don't, and it's just like okay, what did I just mix? Um, but it, it smells to the nose. It smells like one of those drinks that you're getting that that heavy bitters in there. It, do, it you can definitely you can yes. definitely smell that. Yeah. And on the palate, it's just like right up front. It's like mm. coffee, and coffee then, caramel. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Some chocolate in there too. Bitterness chocolate. to it. It's getting cool. better every time I drink it. It's really yeah. really coming on now. Now the, uh, let's talk a little bit about the cigar here, because that's where this is all going to come into play. How this was playing with a cigar. Uh, from the A.J. Fernandez website, they describe the Ramonalonis Toro and the rest of the line uh, with these words. Modern Cuban-born cigar maker A.J. Fernandez is now entrusted to reblend a classic Cuban cigar brand. This blend is powered by a strong, dark, medio-tempo wrapper that A.J. grows in Nicaragua on his own farm from a hybrid tobacco. Being from Cuba, AJ appreciates the cultural implication of this brand and has spared no expense in creating this unique blend. The wrapper is an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. The binder is a Nicaraguan Corojo 99. And the filler is a mix of Nicaraguan tobaccos, Corojo 99 from Jalapa, Criollo 98 from Condega, and Hybrid Esteli and Pueblo Nuevo. And this is the Toro. It is a 6x52 ring gauge cigar. How are we thinking the cigars going with the, with the uh, Luxardo? And, and um, how do we think the pairing is working? The, it, so I, I started the cigar about five minutes ago and, and had a few draws from it. Uh, got a lot of you know, spice, earth. Uh, some of that cedar sweetness, um, definitely a, a medium full, fuller body cigar without question. The moment I had the drink, it just kind of smoothed it right out. Yeah. The retrohale on the cigar on its own was outstanding. A lot of spice, definitely fuller body. But the drink now has kind of pared that down and, and kind of made it more smoother too on the retrohale. Mm. So it's definitely smoothing the cigar out. I'm not getting a lot of spice from it. I'm getting a lot more sweetness from it. I think it's fantastic. And Dave, what about you? What do you think there? Um, I think the drink is crazy. Um, definitely new to me. It's not something I would ever order. Um, it's getting a lot of like uh, caramel, cocoa, and uh, definitely the uh, long after finish of uh, coffee. The mm. cigar uh, is kind of like i'm trying to figure it out it's like it's strong it's a it's i feel like it's a definitely a full-bodied cigar and it's uh it's just i feel like that it's like rich but i have i don't know what it is yet but it's like what that how to describe it other than rich yeah but i think it's it's rich 
and smoky, and um, it's pretty good. Season. Nick, what are you picking up? Perhaps you can give Dave some words to put to the sensations on his palate. Sweet nuts. <laughs> sweet nuts. <laughs> I love me some sweet nuts. Um, a lot of spice. Smooth spice that's just coming from this. A lot of heavy tones. Um, maybe some earthy dirty spice tones that come through for me on the cigar does everything have to be r-rated for you nick i mean can we just you know keep it (laughs) pg-13 um it for me the drink and the cigar doesn't go well together it's not a complete pairing but the offset that the drink because the the drink for me is very sweet. You get mm-hmm. that really deep sweet um, note in there, and the cigar is not. You diff- you know you definitely get some sweetness in there, but not a lot. More for me of the spice and the earthiness that come through. But the drink is making it more rounded. So it's like the the opposites attract type of thing with the with the cigar. This is a contrasting kind of absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Where you know there the earthiness of the drink you know is in common with the cigar but the drink is much more bitter yeah and sweet the cigar is much more rich mm. earthy <clears throat> and those two different things are bringing out i think different things in the cigar and in the drink you know yeah, the, right the, I, the I drink to me is like a <clears throat> like a coffee molasses mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's almost it's, it's, it it Again, without without uh, taking it away from what Sam had said, the the drink is almost. And again, I don't want to. Uh, it's like it's like Coca Cola almost without the fizz. Mm. You know, almost. It's got, it's, yeah, it's got the look. It's got the feel. It's got the taste of the caramel and that that deep. Like Dave said, the deep molasses. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Um, and again, this is not saying it's Coke. It's just it, it's. It's it's almost like sweet you're drinking it. It's sweet, sweet, flowery coke. Yeah. No, God no. So, but when you <laughs> not drink, even that when you extent. have it with a cigar, it kind of takes a lot of that spice away. It does. <clears throat> it's they're they're it's like the opposites attract here mm-hmm. in that in that essence. It's you have something that's on the totally different spectrum as far as drink and what what you're expecting, mm-hmm. and then the cigar is giving you another whole thing on one end, but because they kind of coincide they kind of meet happily in the middle when you're when it hits your taste buds and Mm. it's not something that's freaking you out and it's not something that's being like okay well i gotta stop this this is not what i want it's for me it's it's really kind of attracting me more and more and more into it yeah i'm still getting a lot of the spice on the retro yeah yes but yeah you know the the way the drink interacts with the tobacco is, you know, I think it's, um, you know, you've used the term, Paul, smoothing it out. And it's helping me appreciate, I think, some of the more nuances and that earthiness that's yep. in the cigar that I wouldn't normally pick up because so much of that pepper is covering that up. Yeah. And the the sweetness and bitters of the drink is is 
you know, muting some of those flavors a little bit so that you can appreciate parts of the tobacco that you would miss Correct. otherwise. Yeah, because the spice on its own, on the retrohale, is just so overpowering that you're not, like, you're not picking up the earth and other, and other flavors from the cigar. And this, this drink absolutely brings those out. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it, uh, I like it. I really do. I think this drink, even though I would never order it, and I think and, and, <laughs> well, that's, and, and that's I'm, the I'm thing. glad we did. I mean, I, I, I'm glad we did because the more I drink it, the more I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a different drink that you would normally not go to at all. Well, this is what I love about Sam. Yes, you know, Sam's first thought is, well, let's not go. Let's let's go to a bourbon or let's go to a whiskey or yeah, or, you which know, is more tradi- traditional. Traditional. Mm-hmm. He's thinking out of the box, and yeah. so he's going to bring something to the table that none of us would ever have thought of absolutely and, not you know he he brought out the bottle upstairs and 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 uh let me have a little sip of it and you know he's like this stuff needs more play people need to be you know and no they need to know that this is here because this could really complement a lot of stuff yeah. and you know i took that little sip and thinking about the cigar i i knew that there was a, there was enough in common there that it would it would Go to get. It wasn't so bitter or so citrusy that it wouldn't go, but the the body of the drink matches the strong body of the cigar. Yeah, because right. it's and it's not a drink that you can just kind of shoot down like no, a cocktail. It's, it's a sipper. Yes, it's definitely a sipper. But I really do think it's making me appreciate the cigar, uh, and um, uh, uh, ma- making the cigar I think a little bit more refined than it is yeah. by yeah. itself, yeah. and not that it isn't. You know, a gr- that's not a diss on the cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a. Um, and, and while we're while we're on that topic, I mean, the the ash on this is this nice white Nicaraguan you know, tobacco is really nice and white. Yeah, there's this the it's a nice oily toothy wrapper. Um, the burn line is spot on, mm-hmm. and uh, the construction on this cigar is great. The draw is fantastic. You know, I'm really, really enjoying this. And, um, you know, kudos to Sam for coming up with a drink that I think really pairs with this that the four of us would never have picked off of a menu. Nope. I don't Not think one. anybody nope. would pick off of a menu. Well, I mean, isn't this something that's, it, this is like one of these drinks that's always in like a mix, but never by itself? I don't know. I don't know. I've never outside of here or outside. Well, of I right mean, it's now, like a bitters, so it's I've like never feel like it's well, something that it 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 is a bitters, <coughs> but in different regions, uh, you know what I mean. In different regions of the world, they're drinking this straight. Straight. I mean, that's why it's that's why it's an aperitif. Is right. That it's this it's is a drink that you have to help you digest a strong meal, and yep. this is a strong cigar. Yeah. It's. I think it's. In my mind, it's helping me enjoy it a little bit better. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Don't you think? Yeah. And you know, it's the the kind of thing too. You know, you know, high nicotine. You know, content cigars. And I'm I'm going to go ahead and say this probably has a, a fair nicotine hit mm-hmm. to it. The sugar in the drink is going to counteract a lot of that. Yeah. Right. And you know the the the. Um, loopiness that you might get or kind of you know upset stomach you might get if if strong cigars are not your thing this is going to help you enjoy a stronger cigar without you know those after effects yeah absolutely now for me i don't don't need no appetite to enjoy a aj fernandez or monolonis you know 
I could, <laughs> I could have this in the morning with my coffee. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know those those uh, those the finish of this drink is just this this little bit of you know sweetness along with some rooty kind of bitters and coffee and maybe some you know burned caramel you know kind of flavors there just go really really well with the earthiness and coffee notes of the cigar yeah absolutely Mm. it's almost like and i I don't want to use this as a uh as as a comparison but when you if anyone's ever had a a jaeger bomb what is a jaeger bomb jaegermeister and red bull that's how it started <laughs> many years ago, and I drank my fair share many years ago. And Jägermeister on its own, I couldn't do, mm. but with a Red Bull, it kind of smoothed everything out. Mm-hmm. You appreciated the drink. So <laughs> again, maybe it's a terrible comparison, but in a sense, it, it kind of this sort of reminds me a little bit of Jägermeister. Yeah, the drink again. This is so much more refined. Mm-hmm. Is that the stuff with the gold flakes? No, that's uh, Goldschläger. No, that's Goldschläger. Gold okay, yeah. that there. stuff I chugged half a bottle of that oh, one time that was, oh, <laughs> 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 that was a good night <laughs> I used to do uh, Irish car bombs mm. Irish, oh. car, Irish oh. car bombs those things were what is an Irish car bomb uh, you don't look Irish Guinness yeah, no last name <laughs> Flanagan uh, it's a Guinness and then you have a shot of Bailey's and you <laughs> pop it in there and you drink the whole thing it's a Guinness with a shot of Bailey's. It's so you no, so no, 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 no. no. You so you get a the whole so shot you get a the drink. you get a pint. Oh, into so the you Guinness. get the, the glass. Yes. yes, with the with and you yep. dump it in, in into there. The yep. you, and then you, you drink it. Drink it all at once. And all you at once. have the thing come and hit you in the teeth. That's why it's called an Irish car bomb. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, I've had my a lot of those. I've had a lot. Not the the Jaeger bombs. Again, but I'm I'm not at all surprised. <laughs> not at all surprised. Is it forty proof at least? At least, yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> I used to drink Jose Watch, Cuevo straight. I can straight. do this in about four seconds. <laughs> that was yeah. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think Nick put it, uh, nailed it on the head with when it comes to Sam. Is that he takes you on a journey? Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. With, with his with his drinks, he really does. He <laughs> yeah. make, he kinda, it he may not be a place <laughs> you want to go, but you're going. Well, I mean, he's he's hit it, he's hit it more times than not. Uh, True. Yeah. Me, and and well, they've and, never really been bad. They've just been different. Incredibly you know? different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You would never get this at your down the street bar. No. It, you'd be like, yeah, let me get this, and they, they look at you with like two heads. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking Like, I'll about? be honest with you. When I first took my sip of this, I'm like, okay, here we go. We're going on another Sam journey. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, journey. unlike that other one we had with the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the, medicinal the green one, stuff, oh, yeah. stuff yeah. which, which I, I really appreciated, but I mm-hmm. couldn't finish, and I had to yeah. give it to Nick. This one, I absolutely <laughs> Who did drink it. The more I'm drinking it, the more I'm loving it. I really mm. am, and it's absolutely pairing. Contrastly well with the cigar, and one of the this is another great thing about twins and the the seven twenty four lounge upstairs. They got this stuff at the yeah. bar. It's sitting there. This stuff that that uh, you know, you you may not ne- before today. I had no idea this stuff existed, mm. and right. you know Sam is up there, who's a you know experienced mixologist. And he knows about this stuff, and he wants people to know about this stuff, and and to try it, and uh, hopefully, 
you know, people, you know, who are listening to the show, who are in earshot of, you know, you know, twins, you know, can come down and, and try for yourself. And if you're not, go to your liquor store, yeah. look this stuff up and and bring some home and, and see what you think. We'd love to hear what you think, too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like when we talk about in the humidor about uh, customers kind of breaking out of their nine dots and, and trying other cigars yeah. that they mm-hmm. don't normally do. Same deal with the bar. Yeah. If you if you listen to this podcast and you and you understand what we're experiencing, we encourage you to come up here and talk to one of the bartenders and and ask them about what they would where they would go with these cigars. So where they yeah. where they would like you to try. And I think you're going to be incredibly surprised and happy you did. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's it it the the bartenders Kendra um Kimber, Sam, Lisa, they're all getting out of their own comfort zone as far as recommendations to people that are smoking cigars and pipes now. Now that we're incorporating them into the show, it's opening up their mind. Sam is obviously sending us on a journey, and Kendra is being like a ninja, like serious (laughs) tactician, you know what I mean? Like an assassin with these drinks, Mm. and it's opening her knowledge up and, and allowing her to be like, okay, well now I know what the cigar tastes like it's up so front. different. It is. And you know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's getting them more knowledge of, of the cigars and the pairings, and it's getting us more knowledge of the pairings with the cigars. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This Uh-oh. drink yes. is making me appreciate this cigar more yes. than I have appreciated it on its own. I like it better with this drink. Yep. than on its own. Yep. It's it's adding something to to the cigar that was I think, you know, also being honest, great on its own, mm. but has taken it and and is making the experience something else that I really enjoy yeah. a whole lot more. It's for me it's spreading out cuz I had the cigar before without the drink, without mm-hmm. nothing. I think I just had water with it. And the cigar is strong. The, the water? Yeah, just had water with wow. it. I was working. I was working. Um, you're not allowed to drink on the Impressive. job. Impressive. So I, I was just having like water with it, and it's extremely spicy, full body. You got some notes on it, but with the drink, the drink kind of spreads it out mm-hmm. a little bit, and it makes you like you said makes you appreciate more and you're, it's a little easier for me to pick up on some of the notes mm. versus just drinking it with water or with soda or whatever the drink tones it down and spreads out the flavors mm-hmm. so you can pick it up a little bit more but doesn't water it down either. it does not no it does not it's not i don't think it's 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 drowning out the cigar i think it's it is allowing you to taste and smell some things mm. that those strong pepper notes and earth notes on their own were uh, uh, masking things that are there in the tobacco. And I think that the drink is pulling this stuff out. And that's what a great pairing does. A great pairing is going to help you enjoy both the drink and the cigar more than doing it on its own. Mm. That's what a good pairing does. Yeah. Now, Dave, yeah. as you have been listening to us here, and you've got this awesome two-inch ash on your cigar, yeah. which dimes. is phenomenal. Stacking dimes. Have you come up with some more words to maybe describe? Yeah, it's like a, it's like the richness. Earthy, it's like a real rich, earthy, uh, woody 
uh, taste uh, with a very spicy um, retrohale. Um, the uh, the drink is just really smoothing the cigar mm. out. Um, I have not smoked this before, but I can tell, like, just smoking this by itself, it would be like, whoa. Yeah. You know? Um, and... You know what I'm picking up more I'm, on I'm, this cigar, and I think it's because of the drink, is the cedar notes. Yeah. I'm picking up more yeah. of the cedar on the cigar. The cedar. And that's one of the things, too. You know, the cigar is wrapped in, in cedar when it's in the it's a cellophane sleeve. Um, I'm picking up a lot more of that than I did other, uh, without the drink. Yep. Is anyone else? Yep, I can, I can definitely pick up those cedar notes, too. A, a little bit. Maybe on the retro hill, I can I can pick up on that a little bit, but everything is just kind of so complex and blended together. Mm. Um, for me, and then the drink is kind of because it has that long finish. It does have a very long. It has finish. a very long finish, so it's kind of like sitting in my jowls. I feel like I'm getting jowls. a little uh, <laughs> a it little is. a little citrus in the retro too, like very small, like orange citrus or lemon citrus. Or lime citrus. Or that other citrus that <laughs> shall not be named. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'd say I'd say more to the lime side, I'd say. But it's very, 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 very faint. Like, I just get it just a little bit. In the retro? In the retro. Like, I feel it in my nose. That's what I'm saying. That might that might be the drink too a little bit because yeah, there there's a like a like a bitter orange flavor almost to this drink mm. and it, it 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 certainly stays with you for a while. Mm. It's not it's not clean at all. It's it's going to stay in your palate for a bit. You smoke it, it's definitely going to pick up some of that that bitter. Either that or it's kind of like a peppered orange. I don't know if that's yeah a the orange yeah, the yeah. orange peel orange. yeah yeah absolutely get that too a little like bit. a burnt burnt orange peel yep. a little bit yep. a tad bit. Get, definitely getting the cedar now. Mm-hmm. Definitely on that retro. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on here at Twins. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. And the next two events that we have here are occurring on February 13th in Hooksit and February 21st here in Londonderry. Both from 4 to 9, we have Hammer and Sickle. Hammer time. It's going to be Hammer time oh, yeah. here at Twins. And Eric Wentworth... Uh, we'll be there for both those events, mm. and I'm sure he'll be on the show I'm when excited. he's here in Londonderry on the 21st. That's going to be a fun time. Uh, I love Hammer and Sickle cigars. Yep, they do such a great job at making mild to medium cigars. Uh, Hermitage mm-hmm. is fantastic. I love the Tradition. Yeah, series. Yeah, it's like butter. Oh. I love that cigar. Just that little bit of spice in there. Oh, yeah. And so Maduro really, really Trademark nice. is probably one of the coolest cigars because that is such a such a perfect cigar to get someone into something maybe a little different that smokes a mild cigar all the time. Yeah, yeah it's a really they mild don't be Maduro. Of this, try this out, and they get to really taste the wrapper. Oh, it's mm. beautiful. Good stuff. And then on uh, March 19th in Hooksit and the 27th, excuse me, the 27th uh, of March here in Londonderry, again, both 4 to 9 p.m., we have a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust event, and uh, that's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got Steve Saka, you've got the Sobra Mesa, you've got the um, Mi Carita, you've got the Brulee, 
Sober Mesa Brulee line. You've got Sin Compromiso. You've got the Todos Los Dias. That, and then, of course, his uh, Moistura de Sacas. And uh, that's going to be a fun time. Let's Those talk about don't, don't, don't forget the Leave Me the Hell Alone Lanzero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the Umbagogs. The mm. Umbagogs, um, yes. That's a good cigar. Man. It is a good cigar for the money. Yeah, it sounds it's very gorgeous, good. Man. It's a great cigar. That is. It's a good smoke. <clears throat> a lot of people, that's probably one of the ones. Everybody's so focused. A lot of guys that come in so focused on the Sober Mesa, the Brulee. Uh, the Tricky Traka, which are great cigars, but a lot of people overlook that Umbagog, and it's a, a solid that is $9 cigar. It is not overlooked in hooks, let me tell you. Like, we we have a hard time keeping those in stock. Yeah? Yeah. Let's talk go. about the three-pack special that's going on right now. Do you want to share, Paul, about that three-pack and yeah. what that gets you? Sure. Well, the three-pack is your really your ticket to the event. Uh, it's uh, three cigars. You have the uh, Brulee, the Sober Mesa Brulee. You have the Tricky Tracker and the Micarita. Oh. Um, all three are uh, priced at twenty nine ninety nine in that pack. Normally, they'd be $37. And it does come with a ticket, which is your ticket for the event. Uh, that ticket on the 27th will uh, <clears throat> entitle you to a drink pairing that one of our... With Steve Saka. With Steve Saka. Sorry. Uh, that uh, Kendra and her crew will put together for you. And also, it will be $20 off any Dunbarton tobacco box that you want to buy that night. So we only have maybe... What? We have maybe just a couple dozen left. We, right. have, we made 50, yep. so they're going quick. Yeah, uh, we're, we're already halfway through them. Yep, so don't don't hesitate. Come on in and get one before they're sold out, and uh, you'll be able to enjoy a great night with Steve Soccer and us on the 27th of March. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yep. lost my dimes. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. That was a... That was a long That was a, that was a long decent, ash, set, decent set of dimes Really there. good. You had a good-looking ash going on there. Mm. You can stay in touch with Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and of course at their website, twinssmokeshop.com. Uh, let's do a little uh, Pastor Padron cigar confessions here. Ooh. We haven't done that in a while. Mm. And the thing that I want to talk about tonight, uh, and cigar confessions for those of you who may be just tuning in is really about cigar etiquette and and uh what you do and don't do and um one of the things that uh i confess that i really just it skeeves me out is watching somebody come out of the humidor with their cigar that they have purchased and then licking it all over the place like it's some kind of popsicle <laughs> making it all nice and shiny and then taking the community cutter and chopping that head off that is just gross you gross love, and disgusting got to love that you know the community cutter is you know by definition for the community and you know we don't want to be starting our own kind of coronavirus here (laughs) at the shop Mm -hmm. so if you really must you know lick and lap your cigar before you cut it and 
I really don't know why you would want to do that, but you know, to each his own. Use your own cutter. Don't use the community cutter after you have lapped your cigar and leave a sticky head stuck on the cutter for people to clean. That's gross. Don't do it. Mm. That's why we're cleaning 100 times a day. Oh, my gosh. I know. We're going to have to have like a one of those UV lights right over the tray. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's some places where, you know, so if you, put, like a, a you put a black light over the community cutter and you'd think that something really nasty had happened there. Ooh. But uh, um, be considerate of the people after you who are going to be using the cutter. Cut it first, then lick it if you must. But there's no reason to lick it before you cut it. Well, I think okay. I think people would probably wet it first because they're not might not be sure how uh, humidified the cigar is, and therefore they want it to not fall apart when they cut it. That's the only reason I can think of. But perhaps, but still, here at Twins, it doesn't rectify the situation. We are meticulous at keeping our cigars properly humidified. And uh, um, we we are we have alerts that go off when things are uh, getting in trouble. You don't ever have to worry about it. You know, in the winter time, if your skin's getting dry, come into our walk-in humidor. You know, walk <laughs> around for ten minutes. You know, look at the cigars. Your face will feel great when you leave. But don't lick the cigar before you use the community cutter. All right. All right. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Thank you, Pat. Does anyone else? Does anyone else have anything to add to that? Nope. I'm nope. Good. You good? Yeah. Just don't good? do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. There we go. Mm. You can get a cutter for a few bucks. I mean, come on. Mm. Don't don't be leaving your flu germs on the on the cutter for somebody else to get. All right. There we go. Um, what's our final verdict here on the Ramona Lonis Toro by A.J. Fernandez? Mm. Just a wonderful, well-balanced, uh, full-body cigar. <clears throat> it is that uh, cedar, uh, earthy, a little bit of cocoa. Um, that retrohale is just phenomenal with the drink. It's just so smooth. <clears throat> wonderful spice. It's superb. It really is a superb cigar. Uh, um, I have, and I've been a, a, a big fan of AJ's for a number of years. Mm. Um, I actually got to know him... Uh, or his line of cigars through the mail order catalogs when he was blending for general through Diesel and Man of War and Ave Maria uh, before I ever you know, came into Twins and started smoking his New World and San Latano and, mm. and then the last couple of years the Ramon Alonis and the Bayas Atez. Mm-hmm. He's got so many different cigars last out there. Last Call too. I love Last, last Call. Yeah. Really, really good. Great price point on that. Mm-hmm. Excellent cigars. That New World, man. Mm-hmm. The New World. That thing is a the New World Maduro, that thing for me was my first introduction to AJ. Is that the Puro Special? No, no, no. no. The regular, um, oh, regular the box press. Okay. The regular yep. box yep. press that is thing, fantastic. Yep. Uh, yeah, I used to buy them. When I first got introduced to them, it was the packs. And I used to buy the packs, like, every day. Mm. I used to smoke them. I used to work, do security in, uh, uh, in Woburn. And uh, I used to walk around the parking lot on my break and I used to smoke like two or three of those things man I used to chain smoke those things it was good mm-hmm. so good Dave 
I'm enjoying this real. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back down now. <laughs> oh, Dave. I think he's done. Think what he's do you What do you off. think of the cigar? Dave's not home. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> no, um, it's really. I'm enjoying how. Uh, I'm enjoying the retro ale the most. It's very, it's very smooth, spicy. It's good because of the drink, it's got like this uh, burnt citrus uh, in the retro hail. Um, I'm loving it. I give it two thumbs up. I, I'm really enjoying the cigar. I, I have to be honest. I'm a, I'm an AJ fan. I like I like his stuff. Um, he makes a very very good quality cigar. Um, the price point on these is uh, higher than most of his other stuff, but it is really well put together and certainly worth it. It's a medium plus uh, to full to me uh, cigar. Nice, earthy, um, some very deep, rich kind of coffee notes. It's got those subtle, <coughs> excuse me, subtle uh, cedar notes there that I think the drink is really pulling out, pulling forward some really strong spice in the retro and um, if you like a stronger cigar this is definitely uh, going to be up your alley and you should definitely try it mm-hmm. in my opinion yep. I do have a uh, a little story if we got a minute here I'd like mm. to talk about sure. regarding AJ Fernandez Sure. Um, like I said I've been a big fan of his for a while and uh, he doesn't come to the States that often. He uh, doesn't speak a lot of English. He stays mostly in Nicaragua and maybe a few other Spanish-speaking countries. And uh, uh, will come up to the, the States for a trade show or two. But he pretty much stays down in his home, home country. But uh, about a year and a half ago, my girlfriend and I were in Puerto Rico. And we were at the, the, in Old San Juan and the, the Cigar House, which is a very nice cigar shop down there. And... Uh, we, I just happened to be shopping around, and the girl says, uh, oh, I see you're looking at AJ's cigars. And I said, yes. He goes, do you realize he's going to be here tomorrow? And I was like, floored. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I would love to be able to uh, to meet him. So the next day, next next night, we went there, and the place was packed, and he's holding court. And uh, so I went up to him when I had a chance, and in my... <laughs> You know, in my very slow English way, because he doesn't speak much English, <laughs> I said, I, I introduced myself, and, you know, I'm a I pa- am Paul. <laughs> I Paul. I Pablo Maduro. I, uh, he smokes cigar. <laughs> puff, puff. I introduced myself and explained a little bit about, you know, that I'm in the cigar industry, and he had his interpreter right next to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he didn't pick up, the interpreter interpreted what I was saying. And mm-hmm. he says, he comes to me and goes, thank you so much for your support. And he just, he pulls out of his jacket a cigar in a bag. And he says something to his interpreter. And the interpreter says, he wants to gift you one of the original San Latano Habano cigars from 2011. Wow. Yeah. And uh, needless to say, I was taken aback, you know, thanked him profusely. And I held on to that cigar till last summer, and I just said, Holy "I'm just going to smoke it. I, wow. I just can't wait any longer." And it was wow. a phenomenal. I would have, I would have lit cigar. it up in front of him and just smoked. Well, it. we were, we were. I believe it or uh, not, we were all. He 
and myself and a few others were smoking the Ramon Alonis that night. It's a good mm-hmm. smoke. Yeah, man. it was uh, definitely, it was a great night. That's you good, didn't, man. You didn't ask him if he had a Maduro? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Do you have a Maduro? <laughs> but, uh, That's a great story, stick. man. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's, awesome. I mean, from what I understand, he's a great guy. You know, if you speak yeah. with Nick Goss, Nick Goss, mm-hmm. you know, knows him a little bit too. So he's a great guy. He even knows Nick without even meeting him. He, he just came right up to Nick and said, hello, Nick. You know, how are you? And, and Nick was, Nick was floored. <laughs> yeah. He didn't realize he even knew his, what his name. But well, he probably has his calendar probably. as well. Probably. He probably yeah. has his cue cards, too. <laughs> this is Nick. His lock of hair in the, in the, in the frame. <laughs> but, no, it's a, it, was a, it was a good good to meet him, and uh, it was a good night. That's awesome. All right, let's get ready to do part two. All right, we're back for part two, where we review a pipe tobacco, and this time around, we are going to fourth generation, Eric Stokeby's brand, and we are going to be smoking his 1966, which is gets the year from his, uh, uh, the birth year of his younger brother, and um, mixes Virginia's and Burley's Black Cavendish and just a pinch of Latakia all topped with a little bit of Caribbean rum. And uh, let me read the tin description for you so that we get the uh, full experience here. 1966, the birth year of my brother and the youngest of the clan. Like me, Lars Christian also spent much of his youth in our factory learning about the trade. This great mixture is blended from mature Virginia's ribbon cut, Burley's and some original black Cavendish, and a pinch of Latakia, a complex and unique blend that provides a medium strength smoking experience. A dash of Caribbean blunt, a dash of Caribbean rum is added to complete the blend. Signed, Eric Stokeby. It is a uh, wonderful little mixture here that we are smoking. And what is this drink that comes in this little glass that Sam the Barman has brought back down to us? Sam! <laughs> speak, Sam, speak! I do love the intro every time, guys. I appreciate it. Um, so this is what we're calling a Blackbeard Manhattan. The Blackbeard Manhattan! The Blackbeard black Manhattan, right? I had the Blackbeard just a few weeks ago. It's, it's been shaved <laughs> off now, but yes. maybe we'll bring that back. We're now. all well, very thankful. <laughs> Um, so Blackbeard Manhattan, this is a Kendra creation. She's the manager upstairs. Um, so we are doing Basil Hayden's Caribbean Rye, right? So that's rye that's been aged in rum barrels. Mm-hmm. Thought that would go really well with your smoke here, the little drizzle of rum, right? Mm-hmm. So we take Caribbean Rye, we do a little bit of maple syrup and a dash of chocolate bitters. We take mm-hmm. the glass that you're using and we put it over some smoked cedar chips, get some smoke in the glass. So you should get a little bit of smoke. You get the nice dark rye, then a little bit of rum kick, and then you finish on just a little bit of maple and uh, the uh, other ingredient there. A little bit of maple, <laughs> a little bit of maple, and the, the chocolate bitter the comes other, through at the end. The there other ingredient. The other ingredient there. there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we Kendra came up with this completely separate of you guys deciding to smoke this tobacco, and it seems like it's going to play really well, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think, boys. All right. Cool. Thanks, Thanks, Sam. Anytime. Say thank you to Kendra for us. Yes. Always. The potion master. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
This is going to be a quiet part. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So my initial thoughts on this tobacco is that it is very smooth. When they say pinch of Latakia, I think they really mean it. There's just a touch of smokiness there. Yeah. You know, you really cannot... The Latakia is in no way a major player in this. It just adds just a little bit of... It's almost used like a sprinkling of pepper on something. You know, it's just... just, You just got this little bit of smokiness and it adds this little bit of body. But other than that, it's the... Virginia's and the uh, the Cavendish that's that's uh, going along. You've got some nuttiness from the Burleys, and you know that um, kind of brown sugar sweetness from the um, black Cavendish there, and that little bit of Caribbean rum. You can there's this oakiness that's there, and I and this little bit of kind of molassesy kind of sweetness it's you know this is not an aromatic in any sense of the word you know i think the, the uh, using the the caribbean rum in this uh mixture is really there to kind of round out the flavors that are already there in mm-hmm. the tobaccos yep. and i can feel i that. think i think it's going great with this blackbeard manhattan what, uh, what do you guys think? All right, I'll jump in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Nick and David just well... Stoned. In, into, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you. No, the, the tobacco is incredibly smooth. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, just a little bit of spice. Just the, the sweetness, though, is, is, is there. Mm. With the drink pairing, it's really, it just makes this tobacco pop. It really does the sweetness. I get a little bit more spice out of it, but it's just so well balanced and smooth. That retrohale is just so pleasant. Mm. <clears throat> really, really good. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that oakiness you were talking about, Dan. Um, but I was I had a little bit of the pipe before uh, we got the drinks, and it was uh, once once I took some of the drink, it was just like the like the Virginias, mm-hmm. uh, like perked open um uh the the i feel like it maybe even got a little bit more spicy mm-hmm. in the retro hail um it's just like they're this is a this is a complimenting pairing yes they're, they're very uh, they're very similar um and it is very well done yeah mm. nick what, what are your thoughts can you still speak yes i can um the the sweetness is uh, playing a big part for me. The a little bit of spice, you get the oak in there a little bit, and both of them are complementing each other. Um, they're just so well balanced, mm. smooth, light. Got the sweetness, little oaky aftertaste there, and then the spice on the retro hail for me is is astonishing. Mm. It's very nice. Yeah, in the in the drink too, because you know we've had the Caribbean rye before, mm-hmm. and that had just a little bit of sharpness to it. So with the maple syrup added to it, with those little chocolate bitters, it just smooths it right oh, out. Yeah. It mm. just adds a little bit of that sweetness. It's fantastic with mm. this tobacco. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Su- superb, Dave. Superb. Superb. I'd, I'd have to agree. This is this is a great pairing. Sam's really turning up the heat. He is. Well, wait. He didn't say he brought it down, but it was Kendra, Kendra that put Kendra, it Kendra, Kendra created the drink. Oh. But he... 
decided to pair it with the tobacco. Yes. Ah. So ah. using Kendra's own work against her. <laughs> and mighty fine work that is, yes. I might add. Um, yeah, this is a, a r- remarkably smooth tobacco. Um, medium body. Yeah. You know, this, this could be easily, for me, an all-day smoke. Um, and you, I, I like English blends. You know, last week we smoked the, the spark plug by mm-hmm. GLPs. That's a very strong, fuller-bodied, yet very smooth, yeah. you know, English blend. That's something, for me, I can have a bowl of or two, and then I, I kind of need to take a break. Um, the the Latakia in this is at such a point where um, it really wouldn't bother me at all to smoke this all day long. It's a great, great smoke. There's lots of flavor here. Um, just the right amount of, of sweet and spice, you know. It's very, very balanced, very complex, um, and very, very enjoyable. And, it, you know, it just... The ribbon cut, you know, was great right out of the tin. It's it lit right up. It's staying lit. Yeah. It's really it's really performing very very well. One thing you're not going to hear tonight, anyone who's listening intently, is the clicking of lighters, <laughs> as it was last week. We were yeah. all clicking <laughs> every thirty seconds. You know, and, and the funny thing is, is that this really felt moist while you were putting it in too. Like the yeah. you could, the the tobacco was spongy, mm-hmm. um, but it is smoking like a champ. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've only I've been smoking this for maybe 10 minutes, and I've only had to relight once. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm. Really good. And it, it is a very smoky tobacco. Mm-hmm. You get lots of nice smoke off of this. And, uh, you know, the, the aroma from the, from the smoke is, you know, very woody, a uh, little bit of spice. And there's this this little hint of sweetness in in the in the aroma. It's very very pleasant. It's a very nice room note, I think, on this tobacco here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, that just goes so well. You know, the, you 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 sniff the Blackbeard's Manhattan here, and you get this nice sweet hint of maple. You know, and um, uh, it's 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 just really good. The maple, I think, goes really well with the Virginias, which have yeah. that nice, yeah. sweet kind of fruity, um, stewed fruit kind of taste in this particular mix. Um, it's very very pleasant, and um, you know, I, speaking, of, you know, we have a lot of tins to choose from here at Twins. Um, I've I'm I'm losing count of, of how many offerings we have as new stuff comes out and we bring it in, um, and kind of like with the with the humidor we've talked about this before that there are kind of hidden gems in there that mm-hmm. people often overlook. The fourth generation 1966 is one of those blends for me. This is something that is um, often overlooked, you know, for whatever reason. And it's just a really, really good tobacco. Um, I'm really loving this stuff. And um, 
uh, I wish I wish that more people knew about it. Yeah, I, I love seeing like people that uh, haven't been in here before that smoke pipe and come in and they see our selection. And they're like, the first thing you hear is, "Oh wow," mm. you know, because it's like they're like they didn't even know like that stuff existed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, it's absolutely amazing the selection we have of pipe tobacco. Mm. It's awesome, and it's growing, which is even more awesome. Yeah, I th- I think our tin selection right now is something around 80, 80 different kinds of tins, and then we wow. have forty plus different bulk tobaccos too. So you yeah. have well over a hundred different kinds of tobacco to choose from. There's no way on God's green earth, if you want to smoke a pipe, that there's not something here that you would like. Oh, yeah. And um, you know, it's as people are seeing. You know, seeing that expand and as the word spreads, um, more and more people are are coming in who are pipe smokers here, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And, um, uh, you know, we have a pipe club that meets once a month on the the second Saturday of the month. And that's been growing and growing and growing. Exponentially. Um, Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're averaging, you know, 20 something people now coming in on a on a Saturday afternoon to to smoke and talk and and now we have this thing called Pipe Club Pub um, in which is like a class on pairing um, uh, pipe tobaccos with spirits and um, after giving that talk we then you know again include the 724 lounge and you're offered several different pairings to choose from and of course, that's a that's a paid thing, of course, but uh, that's that's been growing too, and um, now we're going to be doing that with cigars, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's funny how Pipe Club Pub has now spawned Cigar Pub, and uh, starting the 24th of uh, February we're going to start doing the same thing for cigars and we're going to be featuring uh, 724 cigars on that first uh, uh, night that's a Monday night from 7 to 9 here nice. at, at Twins you'll get a similar presentation that is geared for uh, pairing cigars with with spirits and uh, for $30 you're going to get two cigars and two drinks that's and a deal that's a really really good deal and um, uh, I'm wicked pumped about that. And uh, we're going to be doing that on a regular basis. I'm sure that's going to be another sellout thing. Yep. <clears throat> but, um, you know, w- are you guys picking up anything else? Anything new with this? What are, what are your thoughts as you continue to enjoy the pairing um, or not enjoy it? Well, there's no, there's no not enjoying it at all. This mm, is this yep. is a phenomenal, Absolutely. phenomenal t- pairing. It's mm-hmm. just bringing out that sweetness in the tobacco, mm-hmm. um, that the retro hill, that little spice to it, but incredibly smooth. Uh, like I said, a little bit of that woody uh, uh, aroma and flavor too. <coughs> it's it's it really hasn't changed much for me. Mm-hmm. It's just continuing on, very consistent, excellent. And I have to say. Yeah, after all that talking that I just did, I didn't have to relight the pipe. Mm. It's still it's still going, and I love that about this tobacco. It's very very good. I'm just it's performing really really well. You know, it's also cool. Just kind of taking a step back to what you were talking about about this cigar 
uh, sorry, the, the pipe smoke is coming mm -hmm. out now, the, the great selection that we have, and it kind of just brought back the customer that you had prior to coming onto the show mm. was that we're getting a lot of cigar smokers now wanting to get into pipes. Mm. So it's not just pipe smokers that are just coming out of the woodwork that have always smoking pipes. It's a lot of these customers that we've gotten to know that now want to venture into the pipe world. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. And that, that gem was all set to go into the humidor and he saw you smoking a pipe, Dan, and he's like, wow, you know what? I've really been thinking about this. I think tonight I'm going to get a pipe. And he had to go and get <laughs> a pipe, tool, you know, tobacco, cleaner. And, it, and yeah. it was just, it's phenomenal to see that. It really, yeah. really is. Oh, yeah. They're out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, you're out there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a part of this online uh, uh, cigar and pipe group called Barrel Burners. Mm. Uh, did I talk about this last week? You did I can't not. Remember. No. Okay. And... Um, it's a it's a uh, really it's a it's a cigar and bourbon and whiskey group, and uh, they also have a, uh, a growing pipe smoking you know group on there and on uh, a lot of these new groups uh, and uh, that are popping up all over the place are not using. Facebook or Twitter or any of these places to talk because of all the restrictions and things that are going on and so they're actually using a, a gamer platform they're using the discord mm. uh, gaming app to do their um, stuff and there's this in in the barrel burners uh, room on that whole thing there is a, a, a pipe room and I've been in there you know, leveling up as as things are going, and uh, I've gotten the nickname uh, the Darth Piper <laughs> because awesome. they're saying I've basically <laughs> Jedi mind tricked people into buying pipes and things and, and, and like spending spending money that they were saving for trips, you know, to to do stuff. And uh, I'm actually trying to I'm actually trying to get a a, a, a a picture that I can make into a sticker that says Darth Piper, and uh, I've actually started. I've actually started a hashtag Darth Piper is real. <laughs> I've been using on their on their stuff, but um, yeah, it's it's we're experiencing that here. You know that that people see um, more and more people smoking pipes. They're smelling it, and. Not that us, you know, all four of us here, as much as we enjoy the pipes, and enjoy cigars, and we're we're not trading one for the other, but it's definitely adding something. It is, mm -hmm. and I think the more people realize that there is, if you really enjoy tobacco and tasting it and smelling it, that smoking a pipe is another avenue to enjoy it in ways that cigars just aren't designed to offer yeah you know it's it's you know kind of like the difference between you know driving a car and riding a motorcycle it's the they're both vehicles that go different places but it's a completely different experience to ride a motorcycle than it is to drive a car yep. is that a, de a decent example there exactly. of the difference exactly. absolutely mm. Mm. very very good stuff um let's talk a little bit about what's going on here pipe wise <coughs> here at twins um 
on March 14th, we are having a uh, Laodice pipe show here at Twins. It's going to be an awesome, awesome show. It's going to be at the Londonderry location from 12 to 4 p.m. And uh, in the past, um, for those of you who may not know, Laodice is not exactly a, a household name, but they own Peterson Pipes. They are the exclusive U.S. distributors for Savinelli and Rossi Pipes. Uh, they also own Cornell and Deal, and therefore own GLPs and uh, the uh, rights to sell uh, Presbyterian and some other well-known uh, tobaccos as well. When we've done a pipe show with them in the past, we've focused on Savinelli or Peterson, you know, one or the other. This time, uh, what we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, Savinelli, Peterson, Rossi in this first quarter of 2020 have all come out with a number of brand new lines uh, that are very different from what they have done in the past and uh, at this show on March 14th we're going to have complete sets of all the new lines from those three brands nice so instead of having awesome. a, a broad selection of what Peterson or Savinelli or Rossi might have to offer. Yeah. We're bringing just the new stuff, but complete sets of the new stuff. So every size, every shape, and every finish of the new stuff that's out across those three lines we're going to have. And so, again, we're going to have something around 100 different pipes, uh, maybe even more. And um, there's going to be specials, there's going to be deals, there's going to be all sorts of great things going on with that. That's and I'm, I'm really pumped. I, I, you know, haven't, I haven't ever seen a pipe show that's done more than one brand like that before, so I think it's going to help us again to do something different. Yeah. And um, I'm really pumped about that. So put that on your calendars. Um, March 14th in Londonderry at Twins from 12 to 4. And uh, you can follow us uh, for all things pipe-related on our Facebook page at Twins Pipe Club and also on Instagram at Twins Pipe Club. Dave, mm. tell me about your experience with this tobacco. It's different. I'm. What's different about it, Dave? It's different from what I usually smoke. Um, it's very the Latakia, like you said before, is just really hanging out in the background, um, adding like a little bit of a uh, texture to it mm. uh, in the retro hail, because uh, you get that slight little smokiness. Um, the uh, the Cavendish, the Burleys, the Latakias, the the Virginias, they're all like perfectly melded together into like one flavor and i don't know how to describe <laughs> it it's really it's really just smooth um it's fantastic mm. the latakia is just like a smoky shadow in the back yeah you know it's just it's hardly it's there but it's 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 almost like an apparition you know what i mean Ooh. it's this it's it you look for it and it's gone but you know it's there it's not anywhere in the foreplay of this at all mm. For, foreplay mm. yes i said it i said foreplay <laughs> i should call you should call this instead of 1966 you should really call it the four s's 
The four S's. Smooth, sweet, smoky, spice. Ooh. Damn, I think Paul just so renamed well it. balanced though in all four categories too. It's just it's just a it, it is good. It's yeah. it's a superb tobacco. Mm. Superb. Today's episode has been brought to you by the word superb. <laughs> My power word for the day. That's power it. word for the day. Absolutely superb. <laughs> the 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 notes on the pipe tobacco are are just seamless. Mm. It's one right after another. It just you get the sweetness up front, then the oakiness, and you get the smokiness in the back, and then right after that, do the retro hail, and you got the spice right after that. And it's fantastic. It's mm. not something that's more than another mm-hmm. it's all well balanced one right after another it's not super complex definitely i'd say a medium body on yeah. this um but it kind of has that fruity floral note that will attract a lot of guys if they're looking for something a little bit more than an aromatic mm-hmm. um, but it'll keep somebody like me in the seat smoking it because it has that nice medium body you get that oakiness, you get the spice on the retro, and it's such a smooth tobacco. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then to pair it with the what is it, the Blackbeard Manhattan? Black Manhattan, yeah. Blackbeard Manhattan. Yep. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, Most feared pirate perfect. on the ocean. Arr. Arr. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, something happened this week that I just had to, to bring up. What happened? What happened? <clears throat> And that is that, uh, uh, you know, the FDA rules about cigars and tobacco that have uh, been basically uh, tossed around in court for a while. Um, uh, There's a lot of stuff up in the air, you know, and and, uh, but something has fallen out and something has fallen in our favor. And that is that. This past week, the uh, courts uh, basically declared that the warning labels that the FDA wanted cigars to put on their boxes, which would take a third of the size of the box, are illegal. Whoa. And that has been stripped (laughs) stripped from uh, any of the the stuff that's coming down the pike. And I want to read a little bit. Uh, directly from the uh, judge's uh, decision here. And uh, in part, it said, you know, basically er summarizing everything up. It says, quote, In summary, the FDA failed to articulate a reasoned basis for requiring warning labels for premium cigars. Despite its professed interest in helping correct current misconceptions about newly deemed products, i.e. premium cigars, the FDA did not separately consider whether users or prospective users of premium cigars in fact harbor misconceptions about the product or otherwise remain in the dark about the health risks attendant to premium cigar use. By failing to analyze whether consumers are in fact misinformed or underinformed as to premium cigar health effects, the agency has failed to offer the rational connection between the facts and judgment required to pass muster under the arbitrary and capricious standard. In other words, the FDA was saying, this is really bad, therefore we want labels on it. But you can't 
do that unless you know you have a reason for people not being aware of this and because as the as things un, un <clears throat> folded in court it became clear that people who smoke premium cigars are older people who are spending you know ten dollars twelve dollars you know on a stick you know that they are not they offered no proof that such a thing was actually going to be helpful and therefore it was just something that they wanted to do and not something that was necessary to do and therefore capricious and it was axed amen and i am very glad for that that is a little bit of uh, you know because Let's face it, chocolate is really bad for you. If you eat a lot of chocolate, you're going to get sick. You could, yeah. You know, why don't they have warning labels on that? True. You well, know? if you drink a lot, if you drink more than, well, I don't know the exact amount, but if you drink a ton of water, that can kill you. Yeah. Overconsumption. You know, so there's a lot of things out there. You know, I don't see now. Let's talk about something that's a little bit, you know, maybe closer to home, like like alcohol, which has clear effects on the mind and body mm -hmm. uh, as you're consuming it. Um, there aren't these huge obnoxious warning labels on bottles of wine or on bottles of of uh, whiskey, vodka. you know, <laughs> saying about how this can impair your, you know, uh, ability to drive or operate heavy machinery or kills your brain cells or anything like that, which we all know to be factually true. Yet, they're wanting to do this with cigars. They're singling something out. And I think that, you know, finally we've had some rationality come to this discussion. Now, you know, my question to you people is, you know, you know, we're not know-it-alls in the in the industry by any means, but this is where we live. This is where we work. How you know? What do you think about this ruling? What do you think its implications are for for us? I know a lot of places were changing the way that they um, did their cigar boxing designs in anticipation of this going through, and now it's been dumped. So. You know, is this a real win for us, or is this kind of, you know, something that, yeah, you know, well, it's nice, but it's not really a, a big, huge win that we might think it is? I think it's a huge win because here in Twins, in our humidor, we 90% of the time display the boxes. Right. We don't put it in sleeves as much. We do mm -hmm. so, with some lines, but for the most part, most of our humidor, the cigars we offer are in the boxes that they came in. I remember last year starting to receive in boxes, you know, different boxes, and starting to see that big white mm -hmm. FDA label, and it just took away mm -hmm. <clears throat> from the some of these beautiful boxes that these mm -hmm. cigars came in. Mm -hmm. So having that now struck down will <laughs> will make help to make the, the boxes stand out <laughs> and, and be beautiful again. Mm -hmm. It really is. And, and again, you know, we're not a, 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 a humidor that. There are, you go to some places that they just take the cigars out of the box, they throw it in the sleeves, and put a label on it, and, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. Here, we like to be able to show off and showcase the box that they come in. It's going to make it that much more appealing. I think it's a tremendous, tremendous win. 
Yep. I think, <clears throat> you know, another place I see this happening is on uh, pipe tobacco. If you go out and look at the tins that are out there, there's this mix of, um, you know, as the anticipation about having to do this was coming, you see a, a third of the tin label being taken up by, you know, warning signs and, and uh, you know, this could be bad for your health and all this stuff. And, you know, putting aside whether or not, you know, you know, how true or necessary it is to put that stuff on there, it really takes away from the tin. You know, the, the thing that you see is this huge, gaudy warning uh, as opposed to the, the description of the thing that you're actually trying to buy. And I'm wondering now, now that this law has been struck, if we're going to see those things go away and the tin designs all come back down to what they were before. Mm. Yeah. You know, it really it really does take away from like a lot of the, a lot of the the artistry that goes on, um, and that's that's a lot of it is like you know that's a lot of the, the uh, how you display and how you separate yourself as a cigar pipe tobacco manufacturer is your label, mm-hmm. you know because tobacco's brown. <laughs> you know, right. and, and, really? <laughs> and it, it pretty much looks the same you know so if it wasn't for these labels and these boxes and and the dressings that they get um it would be you know a really bland place to work mm. you know and that's that's part of the the um the chemistry of it all so it's nice to see that uh someone's standing up for it yeah well again i i think the whole pointing fingers at the cigar industry and the pipe industry is really just singling out people in, in a way that does not really make sense. Um, there are, if you're going to do that to, uh, to cigar and pipe smokers, then you need to be consistent across the market with things that have health concerns. And there are a lot of things out there like alcohol that have much more negative effects than uh, smoking tobacco. You know, um, <clears throat> I've never, you know, s- had anybody here at the bar, you know, smoke a cigar and then not be able to drive home. You know, I I do know people who have had too much to drink somewhere and are not able to drive home. So where's the where's the real danger there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, or what's the greater danger? And so starting with tobacco is really, I think, um, more uh, uh, prejudice trying to to um, harp on something that some people out there think they can get most people to agree with, than it being any kind of medical or scientific or moral sense to it do, do you all agree with that or Absolutely. or yep. not yep no we do mm. all right so what's our final verdict here on the uh, fourth generation 1966 by eric stokeby i'm just going to go back to my power word of the of the day superb <clears throat> it's a fantastic well-balanced smooth sweet spicy little smokiness it's, it's, I, I could smoke this all day long. Mm. I really could. I absolutely give this two thumbs up. Also superb. 
It is such a great tobacco. Because, again, I just like Paul, I'd be able to smoke this all day, and I probably will. Probably get a, <laughs> probably get a ten and smoke it all day, and you know, because I smoke everything. This is part of everything. Therefore, the, I should smoke it. Absolutely, and drink mm-hmm. it. Dave, what about you? Um, I think it is superb. <laughs> it, uh, the 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 app the blend of it is really cool. Like the that's got like a lot of different tobaccos in it, um, but they're very well married together. Um, and the Latakia uh, in the background is just perfect for the retro hail. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Two thumbs up. Yeah, I'd agree with this. This is one of my favorite blends by Eric Stoke B. It is, again, something that I think is very overlooked and underappreciated. It's a really nice, smooth blend. Um, nice, medium-bodied. It's, you know, if you... And it crosses so many boundaries, too. If you like a sweeter tobacco, this is going to have something for you. If you like that smokiness from Latakia, uh, this is going to have that thing for you. Um, but it's not an English, and it's not an aromatic. It just kind of... It offers parts of those different kind of blends, but it's not either of those things. It's a very unique kind of mixture, and kudos for Eric to putting this out on the market. It's a fantastic blend, and I just thought it went incredibly well with that Blackbeard Manhattan. It really just made the uh, tobacco shine in there, um, bringing out a lot of the Virginias and a lot of the nuttiness, and even kind of like some cocoa notes from the Burleys. You know, the, the uh, maple in there, I think, brought a lot of that out. Really played with it well. And um, very, very pleasant tobacco and pairing all around. Love it. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fat cigar.